Hey, welcome to The Creative. This is Dom. The Creative is a podcast about sharing one's artistic and creative expression through storytelling, music, and poetry. Sometimes it is difficult to find a time to be creative, let alone express oneself creatively, which is what we'll be working on here. Welcome to The Creative. Welcome back. If you're new here, welcome. I'm your host, Don, and for today's episode, I'll be talking about self-imposed limitations. Let's get into it. When I started this podcast, I had tons I wanted to say. My drive to create episodes, create content, share with you all of what motivated me as a creative, as a person, a professional, and a student was through the roof. I've made it to season eight, and I am feeling like I said all I needed to say. I've shared it all. Of course, I'm experiencing new things every day, but as we all do from time to time, we hit a rough patch or a roadblock when it comes to inspiration, productivity, and creativity. Right now, I'm hitting a wall. I am at a roadblock, and the logical thing to do is to figure out how to work past this roadblock. This roadblock has me thinking about self-imposed limitations, the limitations that I've created for myself that are right now in this moment hindering me from finding solutions to move past this roadblock. And that is what we're going to be talking about today, self-imposed limitations. I am your host, Don. Welcome to The Creative. If you're new here, welcome. So, what are self-imposed limitations? Self-imposed limitations are restrictions we place upon ourselves that hold us back from achieving our full potential. Our thoughts, beliefs, fears, and the things we say to ourselves that keeps us stuck in place, preventing us from moving forward. I like to call them motivation killers. Self-imposed limitations comes in many forms, shapes, and sizes, but I will be talking about four of them today. They are focusing on failures, negative self-talk, I don't have time, and I can't. Let's start with focusing on failures. Self-imposed limitation one, focusing on failures. Success is a process. That process requires failure. In order to know how to succeed, you must know how to fail. In the same breath, in order to know how to fail, you must know how to succeed. One doesn't exist without the other. Celebrating the win or taking the win doesn't go without celebrating the failure or taking the L. At some point in the process of success, we get stuck on or heavily focused on the failures along the way, which isn't hard because you may have to take more L's than wins. And hey, who wants to lose, right? Who wants to fail? No one. We are primed to only want to win starting all the way back to grammar school. Maybe even before that. Bad grades meant failure. It meant no recess. It means having to do extra work. It means not being able to do anything fun after school. All of your privileges and rewards are taken away. You are judged by your peers, teachers, friends and family. You're punished for failing. I mean, at least when I was younger. I understand there were some changes along the way and participation trophies became a thing. I get it. 
All the parents that were reprimanded for failing didn't want their kids to feel the same way they felt when they were their kid's age. And those experiences created a fear of failure. And now you're older. You are an adult. There's much more weight to your failures. Failing could mean getting fired, taking a pay cut, getting dumped, not making the team, not getting that scholarship, not getting into college, or even getting hired. When we experience failures, we hold on to them, we internalize them, which is where it becomes a self-imposed limitation. They become the entire process of success, and we negate success entirely, and feel surprised when we actually succeed. Now, what is the process of success? It is a process of setting a goal, making a plan, reaching that goal, and working towards that goal in an allotted amount of time. What role does failure play in the process of success? Failure is tied to your end goal. You have two possible outcomes, failure and success. Were you able to reach your goal? Yes or no? If no, and we don't succeed, we get caught up on a failure. If yes, and we do succeed, we celebrate and move on to the next goal in hopes of success with a plan in mind based on the previous bout of success. Let's say you failed. That's it, right? You're devastated. And it may have a negative impact on what happens next because of all the previous stuff I talked about. You are reprimanded for your failures and you hold on to them. You internalize them. Everyone thinks you're a failure. You think, no, you know you're a failure, but that's not it. It's none of that. What's next? If you fail, you celebrate and move on to the next goal in hopes of success with the plan in mind based on your previous bout of failure. You fail until you succeed and you succeed until you fail. You learn from each scenario and you move forward. I can tell you to go do some yoga, meditate, take a walk when you feel stressed and need to process what just happened, win or fail. Or you can take the process of success and run with it, knowing that failure and success run hand in hand. One doesn't exist without the other. Accept, embrace, and celebrate them equally. They will get you to where you want to be and where you need to go. Let's take a quick break before we move on to self-imposed limitation two. back from the break let's move on to self-imposed limitation number two let's say we understand the process of success just a little more and how it is influenced by focusing on failures what about negative self-talk it is definitely a heavy topic because negative self-talk isn't the same for everyone there are four types of negative self-talk polarizing magnifying catastrophizing and personalizing while i read this brief description of each, I want you to think of how they are negative and how they are positive. Polarizing is defined as black and white thinking, seeing everything as good and bad and denying that there is anything in between. Magnifying is only focusing on the negative. Catastrophizing is always expecting the worst. And personalizing is blaming yourself for everything.
Negative self-talk can be positive and negative, which depends on how you use it. So let's approach self-talk as positive and negative instead of solely as negative self-talk. When you talk to yourself, talk to yourself as if you were talking to someone else who's in your position, who needs a little encouragement. You would be encouraging, right? Supportive and tell them that they can do it. Give it another try. It's only one loss. Keep at it. Keep pushing on. Which is the same thing we would say to ourselves, but negatively. We'd say, I knew you couldn't do it. I should have just given up. There's no need to keep trying. Grant yourself the same courtesy as you would someone else who needs those words of encouragement. We all do some form of polarizing, magnifying, catastrophizing, and definitely personalizing when it comes to how we treat ourselves during the process of success. Instead of saying, I failed, this is embarrassing and ruminating. Say, I failed. I know I tried. It took a lot of courage to put myself out there. I'm going to get back to it and try again. It isn't, it isn't an easy process, but give it a try. Before we move on to self-imposed limitation three, I want to share a short poem. During the times when time spent contorts, forms into the confinement your mind's in, leaves difficulty knowing what to do after what's next. Self-imposed limitation three, I don't have the time. In a time where everything is moving a million miles a minute, time is valuable. Employers to social media platforms are optimizing how they operate to take as much of your time as possible, especially now, knowing that employees can successfully work from home, which means calling in sick doesn't necessarily mean production has to stop. It means pull out the laptop, connect to the company's remote VPN, and keep it moving. Time is the most valuable commodity today. Of course you don't have time. Everything and everyone around you is taking it from you. And the vice versa, we vie for the time of others to connect. So yes, no one has a time because it is being taken by employers, social media companies, family, friends, and the worst time suck of all, traffic. Depending on where you look, the average American spends between the range of 45 to 125 hours in traffic a year. There are a ton of different ranges, but this seemed the most consistent, which is ridiculous. Of course, you may feel like you don't have time because you don't. There is always something to do and you are stuck in traffic while trying to get to those things that you have to do. But with all that said, you are in control of your time. I mean, it doesn't seem that way due to commitments, obligations, and the unexpected, there are a number of contributing factors that goes into this self-imposed limitation, which can be combated by being intentional with your time. There is something you really want to do. What can you cut out? Or what can you cut back that will free up some time? That's easy to say, right? What can you cut out? Or what can you cut back that will free up some time? I'm sure you can name off a few things, but that doesn't mean you can just go cut that out or cut it down. It's not. But you can say, I can't commit to this right now, but let me find out when I can. Who do I have to communicate with to let them know I'll be using some of my time to do this thing at this time and how long it will take? 
then create a plan. When do you want to do this thing? How much time do you need versus how much time it may realistically take? What do you need to cut out and cut back on? And who do you need to tell? Approaching your lack of control of your time right now from this perspective will lighten the impact of lack of time on the process of success. You have no time right now, but you will later. And where you will succeed or fail is setting a timeline as to when you would like to have more time to put forth to the thing you are wanting to do. Failure or success, keep trying, keep working. The final self-imposed limitation is I can't. I can't embodies all of the previous limitations. Let me tell you how. Focusing on failures hinders you from taking action, so you can't do or complete something. Negative self-talk makes you believe you can't do something and that you aren't worth it, which also hinders you. And you don't have time for anything outside of everything you are doing, so you can't do anything. And then I can't becomes a revolving phrase as you progress through the phases of your life. If you can't do, then tell me, no, no, tell you, tell yourself what you can do. Write it down somewhere you can see it every day because there is something you can do. Something you can do to break down these limitations and the countless others that make up how we navigate this world and conquer it by controlling how we approach the process of success and failure and living limit free. And that is it for today. I want to thank you for joining me. Stay awesome. That is it for today's episode. Check out the show notes for links and more. If you got anything out of this episode, rate it and leave a comment. It will help me know what you like, what you don't like, and it would also be greatly appreciated. I want to thank you for joining me today. I'll be back here next week on Wednesday. I'll see you then. Stay awesome.